The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. If there is any doubt about the identity of Jesus, on this feast of the baptism of the Lord, this identity is made crystal clear. When the heavens split open, The Holy Spirit descends bodily in the form of a dove, and the voice of the Father in heaven declares, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. At Christmas, Christ was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary, revealed as a man amid the hay and the swaddling cloths. Today, on the baptism of the Lord, as St. Maximus of Turin writes, Christ is born in mystery, revealed as the Son of God amid the flowing baptismal waters of the River Jordan. For those who are earthly-minded, these events of Christ's life all seem rather odd. I mean, it's strange enough that the God of the universe, the God who made the heavens and the earth, took on flesh to be a babbling, slobbing, slobbering baby in a cattle's trough. But now, he's stepping into the River Jordan to be fully submerged by John the Baptizer in the waters of a baptism of repentance. Repentance? What does Jesus have to repent for? When you repent, that means you've done something wrong, but isn't Christ perfect? Yes, Christ is perfect, just as his Father in heaven is perfect. It may seem odd to many. It may seem rather scandalous. But Christ doesn't enter those waters for his own good. No, Christ enters those waters for your good. For when the Savior is washed, St. Maximus goes on to write, all water for our baptism is made clean, purified at its source for the dispensing of baptismal grace 
to the people of future ages. Jesus doesn't enter the water because he needs repentance. Jesus enters the water so that he might sanctify the water and then by that water make you holy with the name of the triune God. Through the humiliation of Christ's incarnation and his baptism, divine love for all mankind is on full display. But it doesn't make it any less odd. And it doesn't make it any easier to believe because the reality of the situation is our hearts have such a hard time grasping and holding on to by faith this truth of Christ's work and love for us. It seems that people resist Jesus in the water and the divine love he gives for one of two reasons. Some people resist Jesus because they want a harsher, tougher-on-crime Jesus. This humiliated God in the water just isn't their cup of tea. They want a Jesus who comes in screaming, guns blazing, hands raised to execute their kind of justice against the enemies of the people and the enemies of the state, those deemed unworthy of this divine love. This kind of Jesus looks more like a ruthless dictator and sounds more like a political pundit. Other people resist the gospel and this Jesus because they've been told for so long that they're irredeemable and unworthy of the divine love. They've come to expect abandonment, not accompaniment. They expect judgment, not forgiveness. They expect shame, not grace. It isn't a surprise we think in one of, the, one of these two ways. For this is the way of the time we live in. If we don't like the God presented to us, we can tailor him to our specifications. If we have enemies, we should destroy them before they destroy us. If we feel irredeemable, we are told to find the things that soothe the pain and suffering, no matter how much those things actually destroy us. There's no room left for repentance. There's no room left for forgiveness. No room for mercy. On the surface, these two types of people seem like polar opposites. But if you look close enough beyond the surface to the core, their resistance of Christ and his love comes from a similar place. 
They both resist Christ out of fear. Fear of Christ's holiness, fear of your unholiness, or fear of others' unholiness. And they both resist him because they don't know who he truly is. See, we make him out to be like a sinful, horrible, unholy, angry human being. Rather than the compassionate, loving, understanding God that he has always been and continues to be. My friends, Christ's baptism in the River Jordan is a further epiphany of this compassionate, loving God. The one who comes to bless. The one who, as the prophet Isaiah writes today, comes not to break the bruised reed, but to restore it. Comes not to quench the smoldering wick, but to inflame it comes to establish true justice on earth, to open the eyes of the blind, free the prisoners from confinement, and bring those trapped in the dungeons of the darkness of sin into the light of divine love. This one in the water is the one who continually breaks into these rushing waters to save his people. He led the people through the Red Sea to escape the wrath of Pharaoh. He ushered the people Israel through the Jordan into the blessing and freedom of the promised land. He steps into the River Jordan today to purify the waters for our salvation and sanctification. He joins us in the rolling waters of that font just as he did for Elsie Capri Welsh yesterday, to cleanse you of your sin and to give you a new name, a new way of life. So it turns out that Jesus being submerged in the waters of John the Baptist, Baptist's baptism of repentance isn't odd at all. It's actually rather ordinary of him. It's yet another reminder of his infinite love and compassion for his dear creatures. It's another reminder of the price he's willing to pay. So who are you today? Are you the one who wants a harsher Jesus who damns your enemies? Or are you the one who feels irredeemable as if the gospel isn't for you? Who are you deep down? Regardless of who you are, Today, Jesus calls us to repent, to turn from these old ways and these old thoughts. 
he quietly and gently beckons us into the waters with him that he might show us who he really is and who we really are, sons and daughters of the heavenly Father who is well pleased with us, who wants us back home again with him. So come and be cleansed of all those things that separate you from him and separate you from one another. Enter into the waters of repentance and be transformed into a beloved child of God whose pure heart radiates radical love and compassion for the least and the lost and the vulnerable. Let our prayer today be this. Wash us, O Lord, from our iniquity and cleanse us from our sin that we might truly know you, that we might truly love you, and that we might truly serve you. All because you knew us and loved us and served us first. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.